All right, everybody, welcome to Closer School week number two. Uh, we are going to be on a tight schedule today, so obviously I'm going to try to get some questions in. Um, obviously, the point of this is you guys are asking questions so we can all get better. Um, you know, this group is called Closer School, right? And I think a lot of guys get confused on what a closer is, right? And what part of the call is actually closing. Um, and that's kind of what we're going to discuss a little bit today. And, and a lot of people think a closer is a guy that can overcome objections, right? Which is important. And obviously, we'll, we're going to be covering a lot of objections in this class and helping you guys, you know, understand how to overcome those objections and, and obviously how to get better at that. Uh, but a lot of the stuff that people don't understand is that being a closer doesn't start at the end of the call, right? Being a closer does not start when you give them pricing or when you're going through your presentation, being a closer starts in the beginning, dude. And uh, one of the things that most guys fail is at the front end of a call, right? So everybody thinks that a closer only happens at the at the tail end of the call when it's almost all said and done. What's going to happen right there? But we're going to talk a little bit about the beginning of the call and why it's important to kind of set everything up and set those expectations and really get them to understand why you're different up front and really and really get that customer to kind of bring those bring that guard down, right? So you guys understand when you're walking into a customer's home, they instantly have their guard up, right? Just so you guys know, like people think you guys are cancer. So imagine their body is their house, right? And you guys are cancer, okay? When you get cancer in your body, what do you want to do? You want to get that shit the fuck out as fast as you can, right? And we really got to figure out a way to figure out a way that we, we get these people to really want us in their house and know that we're different and trust us and like us and, and want to do business with us. And a lot of that stuff stems from the very beginning and the questions that we ask and, and really, you know, figuring out if you guys truly do care about the customer. Right. And, and I talk a lot about sales and, and getting building urgency and all this fun stuff but a lot of the stuff that we're doing and in, in going into customers houses is really going to stem from service right and really leading in to go and, and set out a goal to go do the right thing for the customer right go set out a goal to create a customer for life to create five-star service and create an experience they're not used to right so if we're able to create an experience that they're not used to then it's far more likely that we're going to get an opportunity to win that call because if you look at it, right, like everyone, every customer, they really think of you as you're just a regular old HVAC tech, right? You ain't nothing special. You're the same as everybody going down, up and down the street. And we got to get them to understand that we're not like everybody else, right? We're not like that $8,000, $5,000, $6,000 bid. And we're up at, you know, 13, 14, 20,000, 30,000 for my California people, right? And we got to be able to separate ourselves and, and be able to build that value. And, and it, it really starts from the beginning. And it starts obviously, you know, and, and we talk about this all the time, like presentation, like how you guys prepare for the day, how you guys look. I mean, you guys all, you guys all judge people, right? Like how fast your, your body, right? Your brain's a computer, right? Your brain's computer decides very quickly if you trust somebody or like somebody, right? And a lot of that stems from, you know, how you look, how you present yourself. And we talked a lot about that last week and, and obviously the mindset going into the calls, things like that. People can pick up on that stuff. But today we're going to really talk about coming in as a, a servant minded, a servant mindset, right? So we're coming in to really just provide a service and only go for things that they really need and educate the customers. And, and we're going to go over how we start those calls. And it's not going to be your typical thermostat questions, your typical things you guys ask when you walk in the door, right? There, you know, everybody next star and all these other fucking people 
hey, you got to do the thermostat question, then you got to do form, right? You know, family, occupation, recreation, and whatever the other fucking M word is, right? They tell you all these things you got to do, but really they're telling you to start selling in the beginning when we really got to start understanding the customer in the beginning. So um, at the end of this call, I'll have my brother send out, um, you know, kind of the list of, of steps that are in this and what, what you guys should be doing. Um, so you guys have it, right? And this is this is stuff that, you know, keep in mind, I've been a high level salesperson for a long time. And this is stuff that I've, some of the stuff is what I learned this week. Uh, some of the stuff is the stuff we already have in our process, but some of the stuff I learned this week and I'm like, dude, that's better than what I'm doing. I'm going to change it up, right? I'm going to change up my process. I'm not going to, if I know that there's a better process out there, and just like you guys know, there's a better process than what you guys are doing. I promise you that half your calls you go to or you know, you do one, you do it this way on this call, this way on that call, and you guys are all over the fucking place. Even though you guys know there's a better way to do things, right? Have you guys ever like really got a process and you followed it to a T and you're like, oh, fuck, this works? Anybody? Raise your hand. Nobody has a process that works? Okay, cool. So I mean, you guys had that process and I bet you tried it once and it fucking was badass, right? And then you went to the next customer, it didn't work. And, you, and then maybe the next customer didn't work. Even though it's a badass process, uh, those customers kind of beat you down and you stop doing it. And, uh, and that's one of the big things you guys got to make, you guys got to understand is like, not every customer is going to be our customer. Not every customer is going to be a big sale. Right. And it's really getting a mindset of like going in there to win that call, no matter what it is. Maybe, maybe we don't get a big sale today, but we, what we do do is get them to love our company and set up the next guy in the business. Okay. So the reason why my company grew so fast, right. Is because we all did the same thing the same way all the time. And we also would throw each other under the bus if we didn't. I would get pissed off. If I was a, a technician, you talk to the technicians in my business, they get pissed off if, if the guy before him skips steps, right? Because that's robbing him, right? And sometimes your call, you're going in there, you might not get anything today, but all you're doing is planting a seed for the next guy. And you got to hope that the guys that are sitting next to you right now in this class are, are guys that are going to be planting seeds for you for next time, right? So not every sale happens today. Like, you know, how often is it that you go and you plant a seed and a fucking tree pops up, you know, an hour later, hour and a half later, it's not going to happen. So we're going to talk a little bit about how to start planting some seeds and, and start building a business that is going to be scalable rather than when we go in there and we shake the tree and we try to sell something every time. We're going to show how to, how to build a relationship with the customer. Obviously, our goal is going to be to convert that customer into buying something, right? It might not be a new system, right? It might be a repair. It might be a new water heater. It might be a water heater or a, a halo water filtration. It doesn't matter what it is. And, and the process doesn't change whether it's plumbing or whether it's HVAC, okay? The process is going to be pretty much the same as we enter the home. Um, so one of the first things, obviously, we want to do is, is figure out our introduction, right? So your introduction is very important. What are some things you guys can go around the room, maybe a couple of you guys that are, are sitting next to the computer. What are a couple of things that are important on an introduction? Billy, how about you? Uh, I guess introduction, making sure you're uh, dressed neatly, presented well, not smelling like booze. Um, you know, uh, the shoe covers is nice. Definitely don't smell like booze, yeah. But what... Yes. Like an introduction, right? Like not not just like what you look like, right? You're going to come in and you're going to meet this customer for the first time. What are some important things you should be doing when you're going in for an introduction? Introducing yourself and whoever you're with so that at least they know what who they're dealing with. They don't know that you're just an HVAC guy. Yeah, who your your name, right? The company you're with, why, why you're there. 
while you're yeah. there. What else, uh, what, else, what else should you guys be doing during that time? Do you think it, you go in there and you're like, hi, I'm Billy with Heatham and Cheatham. I'm here for your tune-up. Do you think energy uh, matters? Oh, yeah. You think energy matters when you guys come into the house, right? So one of the things you guys got to do, man, like, you know, I do like a pre-call ritual around the corner, man. I get my fucking, I get my energy up, right? Obviously, I'm talking before I go to the call, I'm already game planning stuff. I'm already talking about things I'm going to go over. But the main thing I'm doing is getting my energy up because a lot of you guys, right? You guys have wives, kids, fucking, there's always something beating you up. Would you guys agree? But if you go in that house without energy, do you think you're going to really sell anything? Have you ever bought from a sales guy that didn't have any energy? No. So, but what every one of us today or yesterday went into a house without energy, without excitement, without charisma, right? And trust me, not you don't need to be me. Like I'm fucking wild, right? I'm I'm very, very outgoing, I'm very loud, and 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 I have a big presence. You don't have to be that, right? But you you have to be excited about what you're doing there. So the first thing we're going to talk about is a is an introduction, right? How how do you guys introduce yourselves? Who wants to go ahead and introduce my introduce themselves? Let's start over here on the service squad. Introduce me. Do you, you're knocking on my door. Introduce yourself. Good morning. Uh, my name is Eric Gomez. Uh, I'm here with Service Squad. Uh, I'm here because uh, regarding the you know water heater or service or maintenance, you know. I do think you should say good morning. You know, like you said, it's all about energy. Um, just you gotta, go straight and introduce yourself. You got to introduce yourself, but you you did you did a lot of ums there, right? Like we got to practice that introduction. Yeah. Like, fuck it. You got to be on your shit. Hey, how you doing? I'm Victor. I'm Victor with Absolute Airflow. It looks like I'm out here for your tune-up today. Does that sound correct? Right. I'm going to go up and I'm going to grab that motherfucker's hand and I'm going to be like, hey, I'm excited. I'm here for your tune up today. I'm Victor. You know, one of our senior techs here at Absolute Airflow. It looks like you called us out for a tune up. How's your day going? Right. We're going to come in with energy right away and put that put our hand out there because you guys understand, like all these customers, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, my customers that he's not, you know, it's a one leg or it's this. But like, do you guys understand what a customer goes through to get ready for a call? Do you think that customer is excited about spending two hours with a technician, or do you think he'd rather be doing other things? You probably would rather be doing other things, right? Like I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't want to be sitting around for two hours with a technician. That's the last thing this guy wants to do, but we got to put it on his forefront. So you guys got to really, when you introduce yourself, the energy does matter, right? So, hey, I'm Victor with Absolute Airflow. It looks like I'm here for your AC tune-up today. Does that sound right? Perfect. And then we obviously. First, the first thing I'm going to, I'm going to roll into is, is like, I want to figure out what, what got that guy to make that phone call today, right? Or a girl, right? What prompted you to make that phone call today is like the next thing I'm going to lean into. Does that make sense? Why is that important? Anybody? You're muted. You get to unmute yourself. You're muted. I do it. There we go. <laughs> uh, figure out what the issue is that you're looking for, so you're not shooting blanks and offering uh, UV lights when they need a new motor. No. What What prompted them to give you a call? Right? Like, you know, what What? Like, what did they did They see an advertisement? Did they? You know, there's some reason why they called you today, right? And we want to figure out why. Okay, so a lot of times we we kind of rush through this stuff, but we really got to slow down and figure out why that customer prompted us. And so 
Hey, Billy, man, what, what made you, what made you decide to give us a call out today? What brings me out here? You want to role play with me? You're getting picked on today. Oh, my, my air conditioning is not blowing out cool air. That's not blowing out cool air, man. How long has that been happening? Uh, about two days now. About two days ago. And what, you know, obviously there's a lot of companies in town. What prompted you to give us a call? I saw your nice shiny trucks driving uh, down the highway and through my block last week. You know, a lot, we get a lot of phone calls from our trucks, man. What about our trucks that you like? Uh, there's a nice Eagle on it. Yeah. And you know, a lot of it's, it's kind of funny. We get a lot of like veterans and stuff like that, that love that truck. Right. Um, Billy question, you know, just, just for my, for my records, man, when was the last time that, that we serviced your air conditioner? Never. Never. We never service your air conditioner. Who normally service it? Um, Chuck in a truck. Chuck in the street. Truck. When was the last time Chuck in a truck was out here, Billy? Uh, a month ago. About a month ago. And, and the thing's already broken down again. Yep. And did you pay for a repair or what, what happened when they came out here? Uh, just a preseason tune-up. They're out here for a tune-up. Now the air conditioner isn't working? Yeah. Well, are they here? Did they give you any recommendations that I should know about, Billy? Uh, they recommended a new UV light. A UV light? Well, that, that wouldn't be causing what's, ca what's causing this today. But, you know, obviously my goal today is I'm going to figure out exactly what's going on with that thing. And I'm going to get you guys up and running today. So, um, you know, obviously it stopped working. And so it stopped working a couple of days ago. What did you notice? Did it just stop cooling? Is the unit still working or? I, yeah, yeah I could hear a funny noise from the, uh, the outdoor unit. And uh, every now and then it hums real loud and then it stops trying. Hums real loud. Okay. And we're going to put a little attention on that day. The cool thing is, Billy, when I leave here today, I'm going to get, I'm going to make sure this thing's up and running for you. And the cool thing is, man, I'm out here. The other thing is, 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 did you want me to just go ahead and just do the quick fix? Or do you want me to make sure to, that, uh, that, that I don't, you don't have to see me again this summer. Cause the last thing I want to do is, is go ahead and fix this thing real quick. And then God forbid, I'm back in the same position as the other guy. Do you mind if I get it up and running and, and then go through the system and figure out what's really causing this? That'd be great. Awesome. Hey, guess what? I just want you to have peace of mind that when I leave here today, Billy, this thing's going to be up and running and we're going to make sure that you have air conditioning. You're going to have some peace of mind. You're not going to have to worry about it anymore. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, Vicky. Awesome. So you guys kind of see how we're leading into this. We're really asking questions because we got to get, we want to get this guy talking. And a lot of guys, what happens is we get into the house too fucking fast. Anybody, anybody guilty of that? Getting right to the thermostat, right to the unit. Okay. So we got to start showing these people how much we care, right? Like they, if you, if you can start showing people how much they care, because people don't, don't care about how much, you know, until they know how much you care, right? They don't, they don't care. So you gotta, you have to bring it out of them. And a lot of times they're going to have their guard up, right? And they're going to kind of just push you along, but start asking questions. And guess what? All of these things that they're telling you, right? You're really listening to these things. You're going to use those later on, right? Because then when you're talking about being a closer, a closer is the guy that's using all his ammo and all of his, all his ammo that he collects throughout the call to close it at the end, right? I always talk about like, I if I have to go to court, I want as much information as possible. Right. If I'm going to court against you and I got no information, no proof, I ain't going to win. But if I'm listening to this guy right now, he's already telling me he had heat him and cheat him out here. You know, we want to probably ask him why, you know, why he didn't call them back. Right. I think that'd be a good question. And Billy, you know, what what prompted you to give us a call instead of calling them back out here? Uh, they didn't seem to know what they were doing. 
So uh, that seems to be why I broke down within a month, and that's why I'm calling you. And, and it's it's pretty important to you to have a company that obviously is trained and knows what they're doing, but probably has the parts on their truck to take care of before you. Is that something that's important? Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you called us and, and keep in mind, Billy, you know, we're a little different than every other company. Most companies only want to come out here when things are broken and they want to either sell you repairs or sell you a new system. We're a service company, man. When I leave here today, obviously I'm going to go through the entire system. My number one goal is to make sure this thing doesn't break down again. That sound good? Yes. Awesome. So now we're there. And so this is something that I, that I learned this week and it's, it's going to be fucking weird. Okay. Just so you guys know, this is like really weird. And it's really fucking cool. Okay. And if anybody tries this today, um, tell them, bring it back to me next week and tell me what happened. But I, I can guarantee you my guys by next week are going to be doing this on every call. Okay. And this is fucking really, just so you guys know, like, don't think I'm fucking crazy. It just, it's going to, you're going to see it. And you're going to be like, that makes sense, but it's really fucking weird. Okay. When was the last time you, you, uh, you sincerely said thank you to somebody? Like, have you ever had someone just like say thank you and like just like make you feel like fucking warm and fuzzy? Okay, so before we lead into the next thing, what we're gonna do is we're gonna give that customer a sincere thank you. Okay, hey Billy, hey, you know what? I, before I go and start anything, man, I just want to say thank you so much for having us out, man. I I don't think you you know obviously you giving us a call is important to me and my family. I got a you know I got three kids at home. This job is how I pay from pay my bills and take care of my family. And I just wanted to say before I do anything, I just want to be super thankful. Uh, for you having us out and dude motherfucking people will freak out when you start doing that okay giving them a sincere thank you like think of your why and then literally put a thank you behind it does that make sense does anybody think i'm fucking crazy raise your hand you think i'm crazy i bet you if you try it today watch what happens so we're trying to get these people to like to like us and trust us we want to be different than our competition right Dude, it's going to be awkward, man. You know, you're going to do, when was the last time someone just gave you a sincere thank you? Like, you're just going to fucking stare at it. But I watched it and I watched it work today. And I'm like, dude, this is something that no one else is doing. Cool. And, and you know what, Billy, because, because I'm so grateful for you and, and what, you know, what you're providing for me and my family, man, I'm going to provide you five-star service today. I'm going to tell you one thing, Billy, is that my number one goal is get five-star service. And if there's any reason any reason at all where you don't think I provide a five-star service, can you let me know? Because I want to make sure I fix it and I, and I make sure I do it right. Does that sound okay with you, Billy? Can you let me know? Yes, sir. Awesome. You see how we can ask for that kind of stuff? And the next thing we're going to know, what's the next thing we're going to do is one of the things that most guys fail at, right? And that's setting an expectation. Okay. And like I said, I'll give you guys this list and we can, we can go through it a little bit. You know, I'm just kind of going through a little bit in the beginning, but this is the front end of the call, right? So imagine all these things like, how do you think this customer is feeling at this point? Do you think he feels like I'm the same as Heatham and Cheatham? No. You guys get it or no? Or is this fucking blowing over your head? Some of you guys got dead faces. Cool. Okay. So this is important, right? So like, this is what's going to separate us. This is what's going to get these customers to put their guard down um, in the beginning. So number one thing you want to do is, you know, we call it setting expectations, right? Is, is we want to set expectations at the beginning of the call, right? For this customer to understand what we are going to do there, right? Like exactly what we're going to do, right? What do I mean by that? What I mean is that I want you to literally explain everything you're going to do on this call 
so they understand what goes into it. So far too often, like we don't even explain what we're doing before we do anything. And then they start lumping us in with everybody else thinking we're gonna do things the same way, right? I guarantee that every one of you guys does a lot more work or, you know, if you guys have been following me for a while or following my process, I guarantee you do more work than your competition, right? You guys are far more thorough. You guys are better company, you know, maybe not. Hopefully, hopefully by the time the training's done then you guys start, start understanding that you got to start doing more for people, right? If you want to expect more, you got to do more. Does that make sense? Like if I'm, if I want to be successful, I got to do more than my competition. I got to provide a higher level of service. If I want to be different, if I want to ask for more money, how do I ask for $10,000 more than my competition if I don't do anything more? So one of the things you all, this is, this is exactly what we're going to ask. And we're going to ask the customer, okay? When was the last time you asked a customer if he knows exactly what you do? Hey, Billy, do you know exactly what we're going to do today? Do you have any idea? No. All I know is it wasn't working when you're here, and I'm hoping it works when you're gone. Hey, the cool thing, Billy, is I am going to get it up and running for you. Obviously, God forbid, it's nothing crazy. You know, keep in mind, I'm a senior technician. I could pretty much fix or repair anything. Uh, but just so you know, Billy, my number one goal today is going to get you air conditioning. My, ne my next goal today is going to make sure that, like I said, you, you're, you're okay with your, would you, would you rather me just go ahead and like you said, you, you, you said you wouldn't want me to just go fix a thing and be on my way and then, you know, not check out the entire system, right? So I'm, while I'm here today, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to check the entire system. And, and with that, I'm going to go through the entire system to make sure that this thing is not going to break down on you. And I'm going to give you a peace of mind of that, right? I'm also going to go through my checklist, and this is a manufacturer checklist, just to check all the all the parts, all the electrical parts, all the components on the system to make sure everything's operating as effectively as it should. And when I'm done, I'm going to give you a full report, and you guys, and then at least when I when I leave here today, you're going to have peace of mind that this system's going to be running, and you're not going to have to see me again. Does that sound okay? You're great. Okay, now if you're on a tune-up, right, it's a little bit different. So you have a checklist. So you know, I'm like, hey, just so you know, we have a, just like the manufacturer, the manufacturer recommends to have these things maintenance and they, they expect it to be done exact way. We do it exact way the manufacturer recommends. And I'll show my 32-point my checklist. It's my 32-point checklist on here. It's going to take me a little bit of time today. Uh, keep in mind, uh, like I said, we want to bring this thing back to factory fresh. So I'm going to go ahead and clean this thing out like new. I'm going to test everything. I'm going to tighten all the electrical. I'm going to check all the components. Did you know, Billy, that the number one reason for failure of an air conditioner is, is because it's dirty, dirt, dust, or debris that's in there? Did you know that? I wasn't aware. And did you know that, you know, 90% of your electric bill in the summertime is from your air conditioner? No. Okay, so my number one goal today is, is obviously to get this thing cleaned out, running properly, and then making sure that, that we can bring that energy bill down for you, okay? That'd be great. Cool. So now we already talked about how we're going to give this customer money, right? Now they know we're going to get more. They're going to be, by the time they leave here, they're going to get more money than they had when they, when they got here, right? We're, they're going to make, they're going to save money. The unit's going to last longer, things like that. So now they already understand like, dude, I like this guy. He's actually listened to me, right? He's already, he's had these conversations. It's not like these random thermostat questions and asking weird questions in the house with the customer. Does that make sense? Cool. And then obviously we want to get a time commitment and keep in mind, Billy, you know, we're, we do things a little bit differently than our, than our competitors. And, you know, maybe the last guy was in and out of here probably in 20 minutes is my guess. And that's probably why we're in the same position we are now. Uh, but keep in mind, I'm going to do this thing. Like I said, how the manufacturer recommends, I'm going to get this thing back to factory fresh for you. And I'm going to give you that breakdown guarantee. So if anything, anything does break down, it's like, obviously, as long as we take care of all the recommendations I have today, we're going to give you a full breakdown guarantee, right? 
And if it does break down, then anytime in the, before the summer is over, we're not going to charge you for that repair. Okay, so now we got this guy thinking like, dude, this guy's going to do a badass job and I don't have to worry about this again, right? Obviously, we're going to circle back around, right? And you're going to ask him is, would you be happy with not having to worry about this thing again if it broke down or if it broke down in the summer, you wouldn't pay anymore? And the reason why we're asking that is because, what the hell is messing with my screen? And the reason why that we're asking that is because later on, when we go give them recommendations, hey, remember earlier, you said you, you didn't want to have to worry about this air conditioner again. We got to get these things taken care of. It, it's mechanically impossible to keep running unless we take care of these. And if we take care of these, I can give you that peace of mind guarantee that I was telling you that if it does break down again, you don't pay another penny. So we're, we're leading in in the beginning with like, hey, this you want, that sounds good to you. You want this, right? And then later on, we're going to say, you said you wanted this. So it creates a cognitive dissonance. Do you guys understand what cognitive dissonance is? Okay, cognitive dissonance. Is the, is the feeling the feeling that you get when someone calls you a liar, right? When you say you want something and then you go against yourself, you ever felt that feeling in your stomach when you go against what you said? Okay, that's a that's a human nature. Like humans don't like don't like to go against themselves. So that cognitive dissonance that you create is we're going to use that against them. You said earlier you didn't want to have to worry about this thing again. These are the things we got to do to take care of it. Has anything changed from then to now? Okay, do you see how the closer just used the, the stuff in the beginning of the call to close the deal at the end? You're just using his own words against him. And this is the reason why it's very important to get customers talking and, and going through some stuff. So uh, so obviously that's that's something that we're going to go through. We're going to get the time commitment. Just so you know, like I said, we're not going to be in and out in 20 minutes. I want to check this entire system and I want to give you peace of mind when I leave here. It's not going to break down again. Uh, but that can't happen in 20 minutes. It's going to take me anywhere between 60 to 90 minutes. And you know, along the way, Billy, do you mind if I, you know, and some of my customers like it, some of them don't. And I'm guessing you're like the rest of my customers. You'd like to be educated a little bit about your system. Yeah. Cool. So I'm going to, I'm going to try to educate you. Obviously you're busy like everybody else and you're probably got work going on, but I'm going to come bug you every, you know, every once in a while, because I want to educate you. So you understand a little bit how the system works. My goal when I leave here, Billy, is that you know more about your system, your system in your home than you did before. And I bring this thing back to factory fresh. And if I can do those two things, I already know you're going to have that five-star service that I promised you. Make sense? Awesome. awesome. So then now, now we're actually going to, now we've like, now we're done with the front page, right? Do you guys get that? So like, we haven't done shit yet, have we? We haven't even gone to the thermostat. We haven't fucking done anything. You guys get that? This little piece in the beginning is what's going to make you your money. Okay. Every one of your competitors, you know what they do? put their fucking blinders on and they go directly to the unit right hey where's your where's the thermostat can you turn it on for me hey where's the outdoor unit show me where the outdoor unit is how long has it been broken how do you think they feel now you you went through you talked to the customer what now you know what prompted them to call you you know they, they might have found you on the radio right and it's important to know where the customer came from do you guys think yeah why is that important um, I guess one for marketing purposes, two to I guess I don't give a fuck about marketing purposes. You're a technician, right? What you care uh, about your well as an owner, you care, but as a technician, you don't uh, give a shit. You guys think there's a different different customer from a Facebook lead to a mailer? Like a direct mail piece is different than a Facebook lead. Or a or a Google lead is different than a radio lead or a TV lead. Does that make sense? So it's very important to know where the lead comes from because that's going to give you an idea why they called, right? 
Do you guys know every marketing piece that your company has right now? If your employees don't know every marketing piece that you have right now, that you're failing them as an owner, because how, how are they going to know? Like they, if they found the customer came from the radio and they haven't even heard the freaking radio ad, so how are they going to talk about it? How are they going to talk about what the, that, that customer got prompted to call because of that? And they don't even know what's on there. Okay. So I highly suggest that, you know, even if your owner doesn't tell you, I would just ask them, Hey, you know, what are all the marketing pieces we have right now? So I know when I walk in this customer, if they say they found me on, in, on Google, I know what that Google landing page says, right? Right. Stuff like this is vitally important. These are tools that you have to, you have to have, and, and you can't wait for other people to give them. If you want to be a closer, you have to, you have to go out and, and search these things out, but it's important to know where the lead came from. Like for me, we do a lot of radio ads. I know they heard my daughter on the radio. I know they're calling because my tune-up, my tune-up special talks about, hey, is your unit louder than it used to be? Is your energy bills higher? Things like that. So these are things that I can prompt and talk about. But you want to know where that lead came from. It's very, it's very, very important. Anybody have any questions so far? Feel free to ask. Anybody? Only Billy's going to talk today. <laughs> what about Ron? Ron over there. You guys were in, is that a gym you guys are in right now? There's those freaking biceps on that, dude. Let's, uh, I'm going to turn you guys off mute real quick. I want you guys to ask some questions. I need you guys to get interactive with this thing so it makes my life easier. Because it might, you guys might be listening to stuff, but you're, it's kind of going over your head right now. Uh, I need you guys to understand the why behind it. Because if you don't understand the why behind it, you're not going to do it. Um, and all, you know, obviously, every technician, every person is it's what's in it for me. So you guys understand like what it's going to mean for you and, and all that stuff. But any questions so far, Ron? Uh, no questions. Uh, it ran in a couple different scenarios that uh, kind of just came out of close to closing. Um, one of them, um, I had, I had the deal. They were about to sign a homeowner shaking his head. Yes. Female, the, the, the wife then says we're out. What happened is that before the call even started, they had some issues around their house. They lived behind a dealership and, um, there was people knocking on their door, trying to break in their house. And they've, they've been offered, uh, they've been offered to buy their house from the dealership. So the wife then at that point, it was just, it was like a perfect storm for them to at the point that they said no. So they were, they were in total agreement to put in a new system, agreed on the pricing. And then the wife was just like, you know, we're, but we're, we're probably selling our house right now, uh, but they needed air conditioning. So I tried to, are you on an estimate or repair? Okay. So it sounds like some bullshit. Uh, it wasn't. I mean, the, the homeowner literally showed me all the videos on his ring before I even, before I even met, before this first thing we talked about. He's like, my wife, because I'm like, where's so your wife? I would, I, would, I would ask him another question and say, hey, look, you know, it sounds like you got a lot of issues going on. What's prompting you to get an estimate right now? Because keep in mind, right, we're about to go into summertime. These things are going to get more expensive, right? The manufacturer, manufacturer July 1st is raising the price. They do it every July. And my concern is I give you a quote right now and it's not something you want to jump on right now and you want to kick the tire down the road and I, and I can't promise you that price. And, it, and that's just being real with you, right? Like you got to be fucking real as shit with that guy up front because he's being real with you, right? Yeah, and, and it was. It, it was just one of those things where then they were just, you know, like I said, it, it was a full system. And then I'm like, well, let's, 
let me work on just getting an AC for you guys. If you guys are looking to sell, um, you know, you guys are looking to sell, but you guys need air conditioning. And it just, it was just one, it was like, a, like I said, the, 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 the controversy happened at their house literally the night before I went there. And it was, uh, it was, I talked to Ron, we agreed about a price. I talked to the homeowner, they both were, and then the, and then the wife was just like, we're not putting this money in the, we're selling it. She, and she just met with the neighbor on the street. So it was just a very, very um, odd. Well, uh, I mean, it sounds like that one wasn't really closable then, right? Like if you already got, you got everything and then you had, you had extenuating circumstances. Like, I just think that one's like, Hey, I would, I would ask him and say, Hey, look, you guys got a lot going on right now. Like realistically, like, are you guys going to decide on moving or staying within the next week or month or where are we at on it? Like, is this something like you guys are for sure moving and there's, you know, we don't need to move forward with this or is this like, Hey, you guys are still thinking about it. Cause if you're still thinking about it, what, what day would be a good day? Obviously you guys are calm down, let all this stuff kind of pass over. What would be a good day to, to either come back out here or to go ahead and give you a call. And I would just try to reset it that way. Right. Because their, their emotions are too high right there. There's just nothing you're going to be able to do, especially when the fucking women's emotions are high. Right. It's just yeah. not going to happen. So I, I would, I would try to, I would have tried to reset the call and say, Hey, look, you know, I'm getting busy just like everything else. We're going to be, people are going to be trying to take advantage of this stuff and you're going to get into summertime where, you know, we can't get these things installed right away and you're going to need an air conditioner right now. you got no AC. So no matter what, even if you're going to sell this house, it's, it's going to be worth more money with AC than without. Um, and I would, I would reset that. I would try to reset that when they're calmed down, that, that'd be the best route you can go, you know? But I wouldn't leave there without a date, at least to either call them or try to come back out. Did you try to reset that? Because that, that customer is, and I, I don't remember the exact details, but that customer ended up using somebody else yeah. right away, right? Like they I, had I think so. Because I tried, again, their, their whole thing when I left was that they were, um, they're like, we just need to talk about what's going on in our lives. You know what I mean? And I, and I kind of did the same. I, I said, I completely agree. You, I mean, like I said, the guy showed me all the videos. I mean, they're, people literally trying to break in their house. It's right behind a Lamborghini, a Lamborghini dealer. So like I said, everything, it was just a, it was a perfect storm, but. Um, somebody's I, what's up? Right. Somebody sold them as you're saying? I, I think they, I think they just, at that point, I think they were looking for the cheapest option. And they knew like when we went in there, we were the highest option. And we, and I close, I potentially would have closed it even at the, even, even after negotiating the price over their, their, their highest quote. So, but at that point they're like, we don't want to spend any money. Cause, cause what was going to happen is when they sold the house, they were just going to, they were completely bulldozed the house. So there was, even, there was no, guess what? 33% of the calls are sellable. You know, 30, 33% are not sellable and the other 33% you can, you can obviously, you can navigate that, right? It sounds like that was in the other 33% because at that point, if they, if they can't afford your bid, right, they're not your customer. Um, I, I don't think we should like circle talk on that one because I just think that's kind of a one-off situation. You know, I, I don't think there's not much you can do unless you want to drop your pants, but dropping your pants wasn't going to get you where you wanted to go either, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you could have, and I don't know if it was just, was it a working air conditioner or was it broken air conditioner or they just didn't have one at all? It was broken. Yeah. And it was, we had some hot weather in Chicago and then it cooled off. So unfortunately at that time, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, why don't you, why didn't you get someone out there to fix it and say, hey, look, it sounds like you got enough stuff going on. Why don't I get a guy out here to fix this thing? And, uh, we'll, and then, then it's going to buy you some time, you know? They know R22 in the system. 
No, R22. Okay. So that's an issue. I mean, there's obviously, a, it sounds, if they want the cheapest thing, there's only so much you can do, but I mean, it sounds like you did as much as you can without having to drop your pants and, and be the cheapest guy. Um, but I mean, how I would find out, I would say, Hey, look, you know, we have a lowest price guarantee. So obviously, you know, I'd love to match it apples to apples. Can you give me an opportunity to be the last quote? And I don't care. I'd go like this. I don't care if you buy with me or anybody else. I just want to make sure you're not getting ripped off, making sure that you're getting exactly what you guys are trying to get. And you're not going to have any issues with it. You mind if we do that? Right. right. And then at least get yourself another opportunity. Um, uh, that's the only thing I can think of. And, you know, cause I, I'm like, Hey, look, it seems like you guys really like me. You really like my company. Right. And you feel like we're going to do a really good job. And I, obviously I know we're not the cheapest and there's a reason behind it. You guys understand why we're not the cheapest. Right. And they're going to say, yes. I said, okay, perfect. What I can do, and I can't promise anything, but you know, my owner is very competitive and he likes to win. And he, in quite frank, he doesn't want anybody else to eat. And the, the reason is, is because he wants to make sure that every customer gets the job done the right way, the way we do it. And I don't, he doesn't want to see a customer get the corners cut on their house. Do you mind if I just get an opportunity to at least beat that bid, to beat that final bid? Right. And if I can't beat it, I can't beat it, but I at least want to make sure you're getting apples to apples. You're getting something that's comparable. That's not going to have any issues and you're getting with a quality company. And that's all I ask. And most of the time they're going to say yes to that. Right. So that's the only thing I think you can have done at that. But otherwise, you know, it's really difficult when you get all the way to that. Yes. And then it's like, fuck, now you're like, you know, it's, it's hard to pivot, but I think next time you say, Hey, look it, I understand where you're at now. This is almost like a, you know, this isn't your forever home anymore. Right. You're trying to look for the lowest price. Just give me the opportunity to be the last guy. Give me a call when, the, when you get their final quote. I can't promise I can match it because some of these guys are working for beer money and they don't plan on being in business very long. Um, but obviously, if it's reasonable, I'd love to earn your business. Right. And I feel like we're going to do a better job than that than any competitor here, period. Does that make sense? Cool. Uh, let's jump in. Anybody else have any, any issues that you ran into lately or objections or, or stuff that you feel like, you know, you, you need a little bit better idea how to overcome it. Uh, I know that if you guys are like me in California, like we got no weather yet, like it's still fucking 70 degrees outside at the end of June. So it's been crazy. Um, but yeah, if you guys, anybody else go ahead and unmute yourself and you guys can start asking some questions, uh, and we can go over some objections or whatever it is to help you guys get better. How do you uh, object to like when it's like a husband or a wife saying that they need to talk to their spouse first? It's like, I'm already in the house. I'm trying to close this deal, but they just need to run it by their, their spouse first. Hey, awesome. And, and before you got, before I came out here today, did you and your wife kind of talk about this project? Yeah, they did. Did talk about it. And, and what were the things that you like the deciding factors you guys were looking for in a company you're going to move forward with? You know, did you guys talk about that at all? Not really. We were really just kind of shopping around and, and kind of seeing what, what the price range was to see if it's something that's within reason for both of us. To, to and, and now that you kind of have an idea what it's going to cost, and, and obviously keep in mind when you woke up this morning and you, you, you called for a quote, you didn't really realize there was this much work that needed to be done, correct? No, I did not. I didn't realize it was going to be this much work. I thought it was going to be something simple. But it seems pretty important to do it the right way. Yes, most definitely. Awesome. So now that you know exactly what goes into it and how much it's going to cost, do you, do you think it's something that would fit in your budget? Like, obviously, you, you got to you say you got to talk to your wife, right? But like, is this something that's like really in your guys' budget or not? And you kind of have an idea, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, it's a it's it's a bit high, 
but I think it's definitely something important and something that needs to be taken care of. And, and, and you mean high, is it the total price or is it the payment that's high? Um, Shoot, you got me there. <laughs> Financing. <laughs> you know, a lot of you look. A lot of people, you know, they they look at the the monthly payment, and obviously, you know, it's a lot more work than you thought needed to be done. But like, is that something you guys can you guys can handle with your budget? Like, you you know, I, I know my budget pretty well. I mean, I imagine you do too. Is it some like is it something in the ballpark, or were you looking at somewhere I can extend the terms a little bit, get you a little bit lower payment, something that's more comfortable? No, yeah, definitely. We extend the terms lower the payment it's definitely easier for us to manage on a monthly basis perfect so i can get that payment and save down 50 to 100 dollars a month and fit in your budget yeah and this the system that you're looking at that's the one you 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 think that she's going to want right and your wife is probably like mine like you're going to she's going to ask you which one do you think honey and you're going to say this one and she's going to say well let's go ahead and get it done is she kind of like that yeah okay cool so if I can get this payment down about $80 a month, so it's going to be $192 a month, that's something that fits within your budget? Definitely. Perfect. And you think your wife is going to kind of say, go with what you, the gut, with your gut and what you think? No, most definitely. So I can tell you one thing, and I go through this all the time because it's, you know, me and my, it's either my wife home or me home. We're always really busy. And, and she's going to tell me when I get home tonight, and if I'm in the same shoes as you, she's going to say, why don't you just get it done? Like you already know which one you wanted, right? definitely okay let's go ahead and make a decision and just get this done so when she gets home you can tell her she's gonna have air conditioning tomorrow and i bet you she's gonna be happy that you made a decision today without having to bug her about it she's probably having a long day anyways yes for sure cool let me see your id let's go ahead and get this done i'm telling you man my wife gets so excited when i just make decisions because you know she's got everybody's got so many things going on and when i tell her if i if i came home i came home and i said hey by the way we're getting air conditioning tomorrow she'd be excited as shit i bet you yours is too and the cool thing is if she does come home and she changes her mind or whatever happens, man, just give me a call. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold this against you or whatever. But I do want, I do want to, I do want to get this done for you. I want to get it installed tomorrow. We got one spot left. Let's just go ahead and get it done. And just shut the fuck up because you just questioned his manhood, right? And now he's like, you're telling me that your wife, I mean, your wife's gonna be excited. You start talking about these things, and you'd be surprised how many of these customers I fucking steamroll like this. And I just really got to narrow it down, right? And it's like, well, I got to talk to my wife and which option. I said, well, if your wife is here, what option would she pick? I know my wife always goes with the middle or the top option. Is your wife kind of like that? Well, the cool thing is your wife isn't here. So let's not even tell her about the top option. Let's go with the middle one and get this thing done. So now I just saved you a bunch of money, brother. Let's just get it done. You'd be surprised, man. Like so many times they're using it as a smoke screen, but if you can circle talk around it, then, then you guys can get it done. Does that make sense? What if it's just the wife, right? Anybody ever dealt with just the wife? Yeah. You know what your competition does with the wife? You know, your competition blows her off. doesn't do shit. They just, they get pissed off. Probably like you do. You call your boss. It's just the fucking wife home. You're like, well, who's fucking booking these calls? Who's fucking booking these? Anybody ever do that? Do you guys understand that women make most of the decisions in a household now? And you're fucking blowing her off? Dude, I trust me. Leave me alone with your wife. You are fucking fucked, okay? With all due respect, you're buying everything, bitch. Because your wife is going to want all that stuff. Because every other guy that came out there, she's growing up against two derelicts that are obviously don't understand that it's 2023 and women make a lot of decisions. And women like to be educated. Would you guys agree? Yeah. 
Okay, so your other two fucking idiot guys you're competing against went in there. They they called. They're like, fuck, it's just the wife home. They're there for 15 minutes. They didn't even go through anything. Maybe they fucking threw an airplane quote. And I, I, throw, I call it a paper airplane quote because they might as well fucking drove by and throw a fucking paper airplane on the roof and, and see if they fucking if they hit it because you're not going to sell it. So they didn't go in there. They didn't educate the wife. They, they probably said, when's your husband going to be home? You guys understand that people are busy. Do you guys work all day long? Anybody here work 10, 15 hour days? Do you have time to sit at home and go and get estimates? You don't, right? So your wife's probably home. Like I'm never home. Like my wife makes all the decisions. The cool thing is she can make a $40,000 decision without me being there. She can call me and say, hey, it's 40 grand. I'm like, okay, get it done. I'm not gonna sit, I'm not gonna spend my time. What, how do you feel about it? What's your gut say? Okay, to the guy getting, what's the financing term? What is it? That's the conversation that we're gonna have. This is the modern world, dude. So you guys are really, you guys are shutting your, shutting your freaking money off without even going after it. So if I'm with just a wife, I'm going to wow the shit out of her. But if I feel like she can't make a decision, right? Since like I said, there's some wives that can make decisions. I don't know if you guys have one that can. I know that I don't have to be home for her to make a decision because uh, I trust her, right? Uh, but some people do. If you feel that she can't make a decision, you're still going to educate the shit out of her and then you're going to confuse her. Do you know what that means? Educate the shit out of her. You're going to show her everything. You're going to bring her along for the ride. You're going to show her how the system's going to be. You're going to get her excited. Oh my God, I can't believe you guys have been living with this thing. I'm going to change the way you and your family live. Your daughter's been breathing this stuff. Your son's been breathing this stuff. He's got OCP, OCPD and all of a sudden you got, and I showed you this mold and all the stuff going on and I'm showing her fucking everything. If I sell a water filtration, I'm showing her water filtration. I'm showing the woman everything. Because guess what? As soon as she's sold on it, she's going to go sell your ass. You guys do know you're going to buy what your wife wants. Maybe not today, but you're eventually going to get it, right? So you guys really got to start educating the wife and really going in. But what I mean by is educating and then confusing is that when I know she can't make a decision, I'll get to the table and I'll start going through all this stuff. And I'm going to say, do you know if your husband wants variable speed, two-stage, modulating? And I'm going to start talking about all this technical shit. And she's going to say, I have no idea. And I say, you know what? You know, it's, it's a lot of information. Obviously, I want you to make an educated decision. Uh, but based on everything so far, do you feel like we're kind of the company you want to go with? And she's going to say yes, because the other guys only were there for 15 minutes and blew her off, right? And then you're going to say, perfect. Well, the only thing is, these are a lot of decisions to make. When is a good time for you and your husband to be home? And I guarantee you, she's going to allow you to reset that call because you educated and you took your time with her and you loved on her. Don't really love on her. I didn't fuck. Don't don't really love on her, please. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't say it that way, but do you guys get that? Does that make sense at all? Nod your head if that's a yes. So we got to really start thinking about about the consumer, and and I always talk about like all these objections that you guys have, right? Put yourself in the customer's shoes. So so often we put ourselves in our own shoes, in a salesman's shoes or a technician's shoes. Put yourself in that customer's shoes and, and really think about what's going through their head right now, right? And then our job is to figure out how we would solve that for ourselves. Does that make sense? How would I want that solved? And if you really start thinking about the way you'd want these, these issues solved or how you would actually do it, and then you actually can start relating with your customer. And when you relate with your customer, it's a lot easier to sell them. Who's that laying down in bed over there? Carlos, man, what do you got? What is this, dude? Lower that blanket down a little bit, big boy. Come on. Oh, yeah. Now he's got the screen back up. 
Damn, I didn't know it was fucking pillow talk with Vic time. <clears throat> All right, who's up next? What else you guys got? What other issues you're running into? Speak over there, Fallon. I see you want to talk, buddy. Come on. You know, mute yourself. Are you talking about me? Yeah, bro. Oh, I, I'm. My name's Kevin. I don't know why no, I just Fallon. I see Fallon on there, but what do you you say? Look like you nah, want to say? Nah, nah, I'm pretty. I was listening. I'm pretty new to HVAC. Um, you know, like I understand the everything pretty well, like uh, technician wise, but like I haven't really done any like much of selling or giving people quotes or financing. So like yeah, that stuff, good. like I feel like I need to learn that first to even, you know, portray that to a customer. Learn how to, you gotta learn how to wipe your ass first, brother. So, you know, I'm gonna put you back on, <laughs> learn, learn how to wipe your ass. No, I'm just kidding. Obviously all this stuff, you just gotta listen to it, man. Like you're new, right? You should be a sponge. Like this is like, I don't know about you guys, but when I first started, I was addicted to this shit, man. Like it was like all I thought about. And the fact that you're in this training, right? You're going to pick up little bits and pieces, right? And just keep these little thoughts in the back of your head and how you're going to use them and really think about it. Like, how can I implement that in my process, right? Uh, but you should lean back to that, the entrance stuff, like how you enter the home. That's going to really change the way you do business. And if you start asking those questions up front, you're going to see your customers are far more receptive to all the other stuff that you're doing. Obviously, there's more stuff after that, but that that beginning part is going to set you up for everything else. They're already going to fucking like you, dude. Like, I'm telling you guys, if you guys can follow what I did earlier, and obviously, you guys, you get a recording of this, and I'll send you over the step-by-step -step process that I was talking about, and that's just the entrance, right? Too often, we're trying to rush to the, rush to the air conditioner. Dude, that air conditioner is going to be there 30 minutes from now. You guys do know that the air conditioner doesn't matter, the furnace, the, the water heater. The only thing that matters is that customer, right? And we got to put them in a position where they like us, trust us, and they, and they want to do business. Too many of you guys are just blowing through it. And you're just going to the technical shit. I don't care about the technical shit, dude. Like you should be like by the end of, so one thing I, everyone always used to be like, dude, you drink a lot of coffee. I'm like, yeah, cause I drink coffee with every single customer. If I run four calls that day, I'm drinking four cups of coffee. Cause I'm sitting down just learning that customer. Right. And I said, I set out to get the, make that customer, give me a cup of coffee or a glass of water on every single call. Okay, so that's something that you guys got to really start doing too is like slow down and learn the customer because if you do that and you show that you like them, you show some empathy, you start you start building a, a you know building a, a rapport with them, they're you're gonna make more money than any technician that just goes in there and fucking like a ninja, right? Like fucking guys got his blinders on, moves in the moves in the house without a ninja, doesn't talk to the customer, doesn't build a relationship, and then you get to the table and you're like, you should do these repairs. And that customer is like, fuck you. Why should I do these repairs? You didn't even educate me. You didn't talk to me. You didn't tell me what's going on. You're just telling me I got to do repairs. Okay. So a lot of stuff you got to lead into it. But uh, let's go through maybe an, uh, another objection if anybody's got one or anything they're running into. Yeah, I got a, not really objection, but I got a question that comes up. Um, when you do the, when you offer the equal payments of the 120 months um, and then the homeowner will end up bringing out their calculator on their phone. Yeah, I mean, adding it up and be like, hey, you just offered me a $29,000 system, but it's going to cost me $43,000. Um, I kind of go through them with it that there's a um, no penalty if you pay it off earlier uh, with them, but they always kind of ask the questions of that. So what is, um, 
Oh, I'd say, okay, so say it's, you know, it's a $23,000 deal, whatever. So let's say it's $192 a month, right? And that's times times uh, 120 months. That's 23,000. Uh, what would the, and let's say the system originally, right, is like 17, right? So what I would do is I'd take that 23,040 minus 17,000 or whatever the total price is, okay? So that's $6,000, right? $6,000 in interest sounds like a lot of money, right? But split that over 10 years on how much that really is, right? So $6,040 divided by 120 months is $50 a month in, in interest, right? Okay, so that divided by, you know, how many days are in a month? 30. Okay, so you're paying $1.67 a month or $1.67 a day in interest to have that air conditioner, right? So do you think it's going to save you more than $1.67 a month or a day than putting this new one in and based on our putting this new one in based uh, against the one you have now? You think it'll save you $1.67? Yes. Okay, cool. So obviously, it's, again, borrowing money is going to cost, is going to be expensive. And the cool thing is, is by next, by the next time I come out here six months from now, it's probably going to be more expensive to borrow money. But with our payment, no matter what, you're only going to pay $1.67 a day in interest, Okay. And guess what? You can decide how long you want to pay that. So say you only want to pay it for, you know, say times 30, right? So you want to pay it for, for a year. All you're paying is that much interest for the year, right? You're not paying the entire interest for the whole thing. So if you pay it off in a year, you only, so it's, it was 23, what was it? 23084 or whatever, minus, minus 17,000 divided by 120 months. So yeah, so you're only paying $50 a month in interest. So $50 a month in interest over a year, 50 times 12 is only $600 a month or a year in interest. That's not a crazy amount of money to borrow uh, with an unsecured loan, right? You guys understand that if you don't pay the payment on this loan, you think they're going to come take your air conditioner away? Okay, so that's why the interest rate's a little bit higher than say a mortgage. Everybody's like, oh, my mortgage is like 6%. Well, yeah, because guess what? If you don't pay your mortgage, they're going to take your house. You got the collateral against that, right? That's a secured loan. This is an unsecured loan. And for comparison purposes, how much is that interest rate on that credit card in your wallet? 17.99 to 24.99. So mine's less than, mine's about half of that, right? Mine's only 9.99. It's a fixed rate. There's no prepayment penalty. You don't have APR. You don't have all these extra fees you got to pay on it. And guess what? You pay it off whenever you want. So you really, all you got to do is pay it off within a year. You're only paying $600 a year. Is $600 a year, do you think this new air conditioner is going to save you that much? Yes. Okay. So you're already, you're already, you're already paying for it. You might as well just get it installed. You see how you break it down? To, break it down to the ridiculous, right? $1.67 a day. You spend that on fucking Starbucks. Every Starbucks, do you guys know Starbucks now is like $7 a cup for a venti? I went there the other day with six ninety five for a fucking coffee, right? So you can literally buy four, almost four coffees for that interest, you know? So you just got to break it down to the customer and, and a lot of guys don't do that. So all you do is you take the total price minus the total amount financed, right? And then you break that down based on how many months, how many months they're financing it for. And then you break that down by 30 days and that's going to tell you how much they're paying per day. And then you're going to say, customer, I mean, $1.67 a day doesn't sound crazy to me to let you borrow 23000 or to let you borrow $17,000 
on an unsecured loan that if you don't pay it, I can't get my money back. I don't think that sounds crazy at all. Would you let somebody borrow $17,000 for $1.67 a day in profit? Would any of you guys do that? Would you sign up for that deal? Why not? It's a fucking shitty deal, right? So that's, you got to think about it. These, these banks are literally, they're literally freaking hoping and praying you're going to pay that thing. But God forbid, you know what happened the last recession? Nobody paid these freaking, they didn't pay for their air conditioning. They stopped paying for it, right? So they're risking all this money and just for you to have it for $1.67 a day in profit for them. That's nothing. It's pennies. Any other objections you guys are running into? Does that make sense to you guys or no? That's how I overcome that shit. I mean, I used to do it all the time. You know, they, they do the math. They're like, oh my God, I'm paying all this. I'm like, yeah, have you ever looked at how much you pay for your car? You should see how much you pay for that, you know, $30,000 car over five years, right? Same thing. What other objections? We got, uh, we got six more minutes. So if you guys got, you guys can shoot some stuff. I mean, we can try to get some more stuff knocked out here. You ever email uh, quotes? Like if somebody says, Oh, everything looks good. I just got to talk it over to my wife or or whatever other objection. Can you just email it? Would you actually email a quote or do you just show it to a person? I sell it. Hmm? I sell it. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> dude, obviously, if a customer is expecting to get a quote, dude, like if you, so your, your customer is expecting to get a quote, you leave, you don't send them a quote. That's like going to fucking McDonald's. You go to fucking drive through at a McDonald's. You order a fucking Big Mac, fries, right? You drive through the fucking McDonald's and you fucking leave on the other side without a fucking Big Mac and fries. Would you be pissed? Yep. Okay, so yeah, that's the answer. If that's what you really have to do, right? You're not going to bogart your freaking quote. But yeah, no, like, you know, it's like the same thing. Like, I'm not going to invite somebody else to my house unless I plan on buying an air conditioner. Would you guys agree? So the same thing, the same concept I just talked about with the drive-through McDonald's, right? It's the same thing when that, when a customer calls me out for an air conditioner, it's like going through McDonald's. They expect to have a Big Mac. So when I leave there, I expect to sell a fucking air conditioner. And if they don't buy an air conditioner, there better be a fucking good reason why they didn't buy one. That makes sense. But yeah, that, that circles back yeah. around. So I got to talk to my wife and, you know, Omar, you got to say, okay, perfect. And, and just obviously I want to send you a quote and there's a whole bunch of options here, Omar. So uh, can you make it a little, can you break it down? Like, it doesn't allow me to send more than one quote. Can we break it down? Do you have an idea which one that you're, you think your wife would like? So I can send you a quote on that one. Which one, which one of these options? You think it'd be the three-star, four-star, two-star? Which one are you thinking, Omar? Uh, middle of the road, three-star. So your wife's just like mine. She like, you know, when every time we go through decisions, she always picks the one in the middle? Yes. Okay, so when she gets home tonight, you show her options. You think she's probably going to pick the one in the middle? Probably. Omar, don't you think you'd be happier when she comes home? You say, hey, baby, I picked the one in the middle, and we're going to install it tomorrow? My wife would be much happier than me coming back and asking her. All she's going to ask me is, like, which one do you think? What does your gut say? Did you like him? You liked me, right, Omar? I do. You think we're going to do a badass job? Because I do. I, I actually know we are. So Omar, let's just go ahead and take one less than one more decision off your wife's plate and let's just go ahead and get this thing picked. And the good thing is if, if she you get home, she gets home tonight and she says, no, I want the four-star, she just call me tonight. I'll get you the four-star. If she wants the two-star, I'll switch it. But like you said, your wife is just like mine. She always picks the one in the middle. Let's go ahead and get signed up on the one in the middle. We'll get this install spot tomorrow. 
God forbid something happens when she gets home, just call me, brother. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to force you to do something you don't want to do. But it just sounds like we can go in and cut the chase and, and make your wife happy and make you happy and get this thing done and keep my guys working. That makes sense. All right, cool. Let me just see your idea. We'll go ahead and get the financing started. And I'm going to go ahead and start moving some things around and get this equipment ordered because, like I said, you know, equipment right now is difficult. That's why I'm glad you're buying it right now and not waiting until summertime. The guys that wait two more weeks from now, Omar, I'll tell you one thing. They're not going to be able to get the AC they want. Like this one that you want right here will be gone in two weeks. So now we got to reassure him that, like, he's making a good decision, right? And it's a post-close. We start talking about all these other things and, you know, and then we'll start, start talking about what goes on in the background. But I guarantee you that guy's not canceling. Because his wife's going to get home and say, oh, I'm so happy. You, you finally made a decision, you fucking pussy. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, let's go. We got uh, two more minutes. I'll run through one more, but I'm on a pretty tight schedule. I got to catch an airplane here. Anybody else? Doo -doo. You guys are the best closers in the world. You don't have any questions, huh? You fuckers. You... I guess going back to that question. So if you throw them everything you got, like you say last time, you throw them every single thing you got and you got a stubborn customer, are you going to leave? Like I say, you spend three hours there and then he's just like, oh, can you just email me that quote? Would you still email it or you just keep going until... He went to McDonald's to get a fucking Big Mac. He came out the other side with no Big Mac. Yes, you're going to send him the quote, dude. Like... When push comes to shove and the customers tell me what they want, we've already like, I'm going to exhaust everything, dude. Like, but I'm also going to say, okay, well, I'm going to break it down to which, which quote, right? So I'm going to get him to agree which one that he wants, right? So I'm at least, okay, boom. Then I'm going to set it. And I said, okay, perfect, Omar. I'm going to send over the quote. And when are you going to talk to your wife? When do you think she's going to be able to make a decision? Uh, tomorrow. She's home tomorrow. She's home tomorrow. So obviously you guys are going to, you guys are going to talk it over tomorrow. You're going to make a decision. So let's go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and schedule it for the next day for me to come back out here. And if anything changes, just call me and let me know. But my schedule is getting extremely booked up and I want to make sure that we stay on schedule to get this thing done. And like you, like I said, we got shortages right now. And right now you're an opportunity to get the unit you want, but I can't promise it's going to be here, you know, a week from now, two weeks from now. It's just, it is what it is. It's how the economy is right now. So Omar, I'm going to go ahead and schedule today. Today's uh, Wednesday. I'm going to schedule to come back out here on Friday. Do you like morning, afternoon, or evening? Uh, afternoon. Afternoon, perfect. I'm going to I'm gonna schedule for a, a one to three on Friday. And like I said, this is tentative. Anything comes up, hey, if you call me tomorrow, you want to get it done, I'll come out tomorrow, right? But I want to make sure I don't lose your spot because I'm going to get extremely booked up and I won't be able to get back out here right away. But I'm going to go and hold that spot. And the cool thing, Omar, is I'm going to hold that piece of equipment for you because I already know she's going to pick the middle of the road, right? Yes. Well, I'm going to hold that piece of equipment for you on the side because I don't want you to lose it. And as long as you call me and or long, as long as I just we stay on schedule for Friday, I'll be able to hold it for you. After that, it's going to be it's going to go back out into the into the field and the guys can sell it. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And so now, okay, now guess what? Fucking Friday comes and he's not answering. Motherfucker, dude, you fucking promise me, Omar. Promise me. No, I'm just kidding. So if the customer's not answering. One thing I one thing that I'll tell you, I'll tell you a fucking ninja trick. Okay. If your customer's not answering, you guys want to know what to do? If it's a cell phone, just text them and say, Hey, I'm on my way over to your house. Okay. That motherfucker will call you within seconds. Hey, whoa, 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 why are you coming over? Or same thing, call me voice. Hey, Omar, I hate Vic over at uh, you know at absolute airflow. I'm on my way over to your house. I'm gonna be there in about 20 minutes. We're gonna go ahead and move forward with this project. That guy will fucking call you back in seconds. The guy that's been ghosting you.
right? Mm-hmm. So and get him on the phone, and then he's going to give you all kinds of excuses. Say, Omar, do you, like I was the reason I was really calling. Obviously, I've been trying to get a hold of you, but I don't know if you I don't know if you knew or saw. But we just, dude, remember that unit you wanted? Dude, they're running a special on it right now. I can save you another fifteen hundred bucks. I'm so glad you didn't make the decision. But if you can make a decision by Friday, I can save you fifteen hundred bucks, man. Are you still going to push it out, or you? It's just something you're still kicking the tires on. So I'm going to keep trying to fucking sell these guys, but the, you got to get them back on the phone, right? And that's one way I do it. If they don't answer, I'd either I'll text them I'm on my way to their house or I'll give them a phone call and say I'm on my way to your house. I guarantee they will call you back. Being relentless is the name of the game. You like fucking money? I love money. I think that's the problem is you motherfuckers only like money. I fucking love that shit. <laughs> I, I, I'm already, I don't like wasting my time either, dude. Like, I don't want to go home like you guys leave your house all day long. You leave your family, leave your wife, and you come home with no fucking money. Dude, you'd fucking die if you're a caveman, right? You imagine you went hunting all day and you come back with no fucking food and your family's starving? Dude, that would fuck. I would go fucking ape shit and I'd figure out how to kill some shit. And yeah. I need you guys to learn how to start fucking killing some shit, dude. I don't go home. I don't leave my house and not make money. And a lot of you guys are leaving your house right now and not making money is because you're skipping the steps. You're not asking the right questions. You're not overcoming a little bit of an obje objection, right? Like these little objections, the wife stuff, bullshit. I'm telling you guys, if you guys listen to this video over again and you learn that that little stuff quickly, dude, ignore it. I'm telling you, fucking ignore the objection and move fucking forward. Okay. A customer will tell me whatever the fuck they want. I'm like, oh, perfect. Yeah, I get it, man. I understand. So let's you want to go ahead and get it done on Friday? He's like, no, you're not fucking listening. I don't want to get it done. Dude, I don't understand. I, I understand, Mrs. Smith, but like, we got to get this thing done, man. I, I got a spot on Friday. Let's just go ahead and get it, dude. You'd be surprised how many fucking times I closed the deal just by doing that. Just saying, we're going to go on Friday. We're going to get it done. I, I've left a house, right? The customer fucking told me to leave. The guy told me to give him a quote. I went to the gas station or 7-Eleven. I fucking drank a Slurpee. And then I went back and knocked on the door and said, hey, Omar, I understand you told me to email that quote to you, but I just got off the, off the phone with my sales manager and he really wants to earn your business. And I think you're going to like what I got, what you got here. I, I called him and I told him about everything we got going on. And, and I told him, I really want to take care of you. Omar, I got you a killer deal. Do you want, like, are you open to getting this thing done? If I can save you a significant amount of money? Like I, like I said, I just went to bat for you for the last 30 minutes. I've left that fucking house and I come back and I fucking signed the deal. That lead is fucking important. Every lead you're on needs to fucking sell. Okay. If you don't sell the fucking leads, you don't fucking work for me. The fact that some of you guys get to keep your fucking jobs and not sell is disgusting. Imagine if you imagine if you're running the business and you don't sell every you have an employee not selling every day. Would you let him keep his job? Absolutely. That's how fucking dead serious this shit is, man. You got to start looking at it as like your money. I don't mean to be a dick, but fuck, like you guys got it. You guys got to get the energy up. I can see it in your fucking tonality. You got your arms crossed. You're sitting back, dude. This is fucking life or death, dude. Sales is life or death. This is how you feed your family. You guys got to get better at it. And the only way to get better at it is to start serving the customer up front. Right. When you go in there with a with a servant mindset and you want to take care of the customer, you want to do good things, you want to help them out, you want to, you want to educate them, that's the guys that are going to start selling stuff. All the objection stuff happens when you don't do the other stuff, right? You don't do the other stuff right. But anyways, I hope you guys watch this video back. I hope it helps you guys. Did this class help you guys or yes or no? You guys like it? Should we keep doing it every week? I like it. Hell yeah. If you guys got time, man, go ahead and post in the group or whatever. Talk about the class. I want to get, I want to fill this fucking room up. I want to do this every Wednesday and I want to start creating some fucking sales animals. Uh, next week, we'll go through some more sales processes. 
but I, I like the objection stuff. So I think the first half of these classes, I'm going to go through different processes and things that you guys can do. And then the second half, we'll go through more of these objections. So if you guys run into anything this week, any issues that came up, let's, let's run through them as a team. And then we're all going to get better, right? The more times you hear these objections and they're in the rebuttals, the better you're going to get. And every class, I just need you guys to take minimum two things out of it. If you guys can take two things out of this class and you can implement it today. Don't implement it fucking next week, dude. The guy that can implement it today is the guy that's going to win, right? We don't want to wait for shit. As soon as you hear it, you got to use that shit. So uh, let's go implement some stuff. Let's go make some money, man. Love you guys. Thanks for tuning in.